0: Happy New Year, guys. Hi, my name is Nefe, and you're welcome to the Let's Talk Nigeria show with Nefe. Yes, Happy New Year. I know I am 20 days late, and I'm sorry about that, but I mean, they say it's better late than never. So, this is me saying Happy New Year, Happy New Year, and Happy New Year. I hope you guys are doing really good. I hope the year has been good. I know for some people, like Mommy Z, they've already hammered this year. For some others, it's not really been a pleasant year already. You know, we hear about the kidnappings in Abuja, but yeah, um, I would like to first of all say I'm sorry to everybody who listens regularly who has not gotten. I mean, I've not I've not had an episode in almost over two months now. The last episode was released on November sixth, and if you're a regular follower, you know that um, there's yeah episodes every two weeks. But um, for some reason, a lot of reasons that um, I haven't released it's not because I was tired or it's not because I didn't want to do this anymore. It's just different circumstances. First of all, I had to give my I had, to, I had to give give my friend my laptop to do some work. And all my podcast files were on my laptop and then after that i recorded a few but you know every time i want to publish it something new will come as okay no let me go and add this and then something new will come as let me go and add this and then that was how i postponed and postponed all till we got to december and when december came i just went to vacation i went on vacation i just went on vacation when i was like ah i can't bother myself with work and then coming back you know it's just been a lot of catching us to do but yeah finally here finally here, finally here. um I hope you guys are doing really good I'd like to say a big thank you to everybody who stuck with me throughout 2023 2023 um, um the podcast is about two years now I think two years today if I'm not mistaken but you know what, what um, in the last year we experienced a lot of growth according to the statistics I uh, had 67 new followers who joined in 2023 I um, my top listeners obviously were from Nigeria and out of my podcast listeners, For 30% of you, I was your number one, and I think for 65%, I was your number. I was among your top five, and for some of you, I was among your top ten. But for everybody listening, whatever category you fall into, thank you guys for sticking with me throughout um, 2023. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me feedback. Thank you for your comments. You know, you guys are amazing. You guys are the reason why we are why I'm doing this and why I keep going. You know, the goal is that everybody listening would have that desire nation building for our country regardless of where you are, either in Nigeria or in diaspora, but it's just to stir up that desire that oh look man, as bad as it is, it can still work. I know it's I know it's a bit far fetched, but it can still work. But yeah, so I'm just gonna wrap up everything I've been trying to say in the episodes that I did publish and you know just mm-hmm. just talk. You know, just talk like I always do. Um first things first, I mean there's 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 something I feel like it's a big problem. It's an issue we have as a country as we see it among our leaders we see it among our teachers we see it among our doctors we see it almost everywhere it cuts across every every sphere it cuts across everybody in nigeria and it's the issue of accountability we live in a country that gives us zero regard for accountability everybody wants to do what they want to do and everybody wants to get away with it you know everybody just feels man i do this and you know and it's just so sad because nobody's been held accountable for things they should be held accountable for You know, the the other day I was, I think it was sometime in November, I saw a headline where it says FG blames the previous government for certain things. You know, the FG federal government was blaming the previous government and I was just laughing. I'm like, we've seen this play out before. I mean, this is what the Borai government did. They came into office and they spent the first three to four years blaming the Jonathan government. And then we moved on, you know. I mean, I'm not against blaming the previous government. The previous government was bad blame blaming them, but do not stop at blaming them. Who is being held accountable? And this is what pisses me off. every time I see the news that says, oh, then the previous government did this, previous government, okay, fine, we know they did this, okay, who did it? Who did not do the contract? Who came out with these three policies? Who was in charge? Who is being held accountable? You know, the Bari government talked about how much the Jonathan government left debt. You know, the Jonathan government left a debt of about 12 points, you know, 12.6, if I'm not mistaken, 12.6 trillion naira. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, the Jonathan government left a debt of about twelve point six trillion naira, and then this Jun- boy government spent all this time blaming the Jonathan government, and then they left office, left us with eighty-seven trillion naira debt, which is about, if I'm not mistaken, that's about seventy, that's about seventy-four point four extra trillion naira debt. And my question now is, what was that money used for? Because the Tinubu government cannot come and tell us the previous governments left us in debt. Okay, fine, you left us in debt. Yes, you took sixty something trillion naira. Where is it showing? Because in every means you want to judge a boy government. Insecurity was on the rise, unemployment was on the rise, um, debt row was on the rise, education was work. So if in every 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 indices used to measure a government, this previous government failed, and you're telling me that you had, you still took a loan of, you kept us, you threw us into more debt of 60 something trillion Naira, where is it? Why can't we see it? What did you try to do that did not work? Who did you pay to do things that did not do it? Let people be held accountable. You cannot take the mass, the wealth of the masses, the public funds, use it as you wish, squander it, and then you come after eight years to tell us, "Oh, we failed." No, there has to be accountability. Because I mean, if it was, if you sent your housemaids, because I mean, they are called public servants. For example. If you send, if you send your housemaid, if you even send your child to the markets to go and buy something, you want to have a report. Okay, I bought this, or on, on the wheel, they robbed me. You know tell us what happened you know um, there was so much impunity under the boye government you could see MFA just doing what he likes and able and it just pisses me off because the, the tunubu government is coming to tell us oh the previous government we know they were bad but who is being held accountable who is being arrested who is being tried who is being investigated you cannot not say these things and just allow me to be okay with the previous government you know, and it's not just in government; it spreads across. You know, in December there was, um, in December there was an explosion, in somewhere in Joss. It was a mis- according to the headlines. No, sorry, not in Joss, in Kaduna, rather. It was a, um, a mis- a mistake, it was a mistake, and eighty-five innocent civilians were killed because of a mistake from the Nigerian military. It was a mistake. It says at least eighty-five people killed in mistakenly army drone attack. So. Now, 85 lives were lost. And the question I ask is who is being held accountable? Was the chief of staff, was the chief of army staff sacked? Was the um, army commander in charge of that platoon or that barrack or whatever that carried kind out of that action, was anybody arrested? Was anybody called to book? Was anybody held accountable? I mean, 85 lives, 85 Nigerian lives were lost for nothing. And it makes me wonder what is the value of a Nigerian life? Because until we come as a country to a point where we become accountable, not just in governments, in the military, in the, among our doctors, in our place of work, until we start, until as individuals we understand the power of accountability, we will never have a good government. Because it is still us that would end up being in these political positions. It is still us that will end up being in power, in offices someday. And if you cannot be accountable as a secretary in a small office, if you cannot be accountable as the accountant in your small bank, you cannot be accountable when you become the governor. I mean, it's easy for us to point fingers and point, me, but are we any better than them? You know, how how can you tell me the Nigerian military had a, there was a mistake attack, 80 people were killed. All they came to do was to tell us on TV and apologies and visits. Nobody was sacked. Nobody was brought to book. You know, and we see it among our doctors, you know, sometime in, I think in October, November, a friend of mine lost a brother and it was to pure medical negligence. In fact, it got me thinking about people that I lost in the last four or five years, about nine people around me have died. And I started to think and all of this were just medical negligence, you know, and, and the doctors been held accountable. You know, I read, I read, I read somewhere that more people have died in Nigeria from medical negligence than police brutality. We just don't talk about it. And it made me wonder, I mean, it was a tweet, but it made me think. It's, it's possible that we've lost more people as Nigerians to medical negligence and even police, poli- I mean, our, our our failed police system, police brutality. But the question is, is anybody ever held accountable? Or do people just die and are expected to just move on? You know, and, and it got me thinking, you know, it got me thinking that people, we just live in a country where people die, no investigation is carried out. Nobody's been held accountable and the the relatives of the loss just need to move on. There are a lot of people, personally I have lost people that would would have not died if the doctors did their job properly. And the funny part is, after those deaths, no single person is being held held accountable. You know, in our lives, people give us money, are we being held accountable? And it is something we need to start looking at, because until as, as, as a country we put accountability into our nature, into our DNA, you know, we cannot even hold public office holders accountable. You know, I was on I was in a conversation about three, four days ago and we we're talking about I mean, we we're talking about Nigeria and everything that was going on. You know, and then somebody said, um, if not if not na campaign now, nah, Peter will be for the reach reach, we we're talking about the explosion in Undo State here. Yeah? Peter will be for the reach on those state. And I was like, Bro, Peter will is not your president. You are refusing to hold your president accountable. You are holding a bloody civilian just like yourself. Why have you not gone to those states? For, what, for whatever reason you expect Peter Abu to have gone to those states, you also should have gone to those because he's just a citizen as you are. You're not, being, you're not holding the president accountable just because you're an APC member and you're holding the man who came third in the elections. And I'm like, why do we just... I mean, somebody said Nigerians are okay suffering as long as their man is in power, but that's not how we should be. The fact that your man is in power is the more reason why you should hold your man accountable. You know, I read I read the I read the I read the speech or the tweets that President Tinubu gave about the about the expression and it was just I mean there was no I read it and there was no empathy in that speech, it was just plastic. You know, he's saying whoever did this will be fished out. Who is fishing them out? Tell us. He said the people that in, the people that have caused this reckless I was I mean the story around is that it was illegal miners. The, the explosion in on the, on, on those states and was it? I'm sorry, or your states, I wonder I keep saying or your states. And it was, and, the, and, and this is me reading the speech. He it said, It's worrisome that the cause of the blast is being attributed to the activities of illegal miners. Those being those being, um, those be behind the inexcusable and reckless behavior that has created these conditions for these sad incidents to occur must be fished out and punished. My question is, Mr. President, by who? Because until you tell us who is going to fish them out, we can't hold you responsible. You just told us it will be fished out by who? Who? Vigilante, the neighbors. We need to start... I mean, only African leaders will tell you Vision 2020 in 1998 because that's 23 years. It's easy for them to escape accountability. They'll tell you right now, now we're in 2020 2024 now. I'm sure we'll be here in Vision 2040 because by now 2040, they won't be in office, or they'll be dead so they can escape accountability. But we need to understand that as individuals, we need to be accountable. Then we need to hold our public office holders accountable regardless of the party. Because until we do that, I mean, and, and, and that's one of the things that I keep saying. I, I said about the, the elections and the campaign, I said, we cannot hold President Noble accountable for anything because there's nowhere in his campaign, in the, there was no campaign, I mean, right, there was no debate, there was no communication of his plans. To you. So you cannot say, Ogasa, you said this because he didn't say anything. What he said is that it would reduce the purchasing bar which is doing. Um, you know, the only thing he has not done yet is to draft all of us into the army and give us a bad one. But on the lighter notes, we need to watch the promises our leaders make to us. We need to hold them accountable. A lot of things will be better in Nigeria if and only if we start holding these people accountable, if and only if we as individuals we start holding ourselves accountable. 'Cause the thing is in your workplace, how accountable are you? You know? Because it's you and I that will end up becoming like they say leaders of tomorrow. Maybe not but we'll get into offices. You know, I mean look at look at what's going on in Abuja right now. The family was kidnapped and we are uh, crowdfunding to pay for ransom. And it makes me remember because I mean, so these kidnappers give an account number. I remember during the Enters protests. People from nowhere had their accounts frozen because they were suspected of collecting donations to fund the project. If the police back then could fish out people by the by the money coming to their account, how come right now nobody can fish out those accounts that are collecting the, the, the I mean the ransoms? You know, and then you think about this and I'm wondering, why is the why is the why is the IG of police not resigned yet? Why is the whatever is the whatever they call them, the police in charge of Abuja, how come nobody's been held accountable? You know. I remember, I remember some time ago there was an explosion in Lebanon. Yeah, it was in Lebanon and the ports. And the next day, I think the next or two days later, everybody in offices that were affected to that, they were forced to resign. Because you cannot, it, this cannot happen under your watch and then they expect you to continue. I read about a parliament member in the UK who got late for, who went late for their uh, gathering. I think his house of coin, I can't remember what, it, what it's called. He it got late and by the time he got there, he finished talking about his consistency. Costs hey, English. He has been talking about his like his constituency's words, something like that. Let's let just say as a senator in Nigeria, you come there and you finish talking about your senatorial districts. And he resigned immediately. And they asked him why he said if he can come late, then why is he representing them? Because he wasn't there when we were talking about his word, his, his his district. But we have Nigerian leaders who people die under their watch. School is on strike for one in four working days under your watch as president. There's a lot of killings, there's a lot of, but nobody resides. Nobody's being held accountable, and everybody's just about to live life. That's, I'm, I'm, I mean, I keep saying this. I try not to say because I don't be a prophet of Zoom, but there's so little, There's so much a, a human can take. There's so much oppression, there's so much neglect, there's so much you can take, before people get to fight back. I hope it doesn't get to that, you know. So, yeah, I don't want to overflow the matter, but i mean if there's anything we want to do in this year let's all speak people of accountability in our workplace in places we find ourselves you know i was talking to my friend a couple of days ago and i was like for a long time what what what's going on in nigeria is that for a long time well many people neglected the systems you know we everybody was focused on their jobs i mean i'm not about i'm not talking about our generation I'm talking about our parents parents our grandparents You know, from the 1960s and 1970s, a lot of well meaning Nigerians neglected governance. You know, they focused on their jobs, they focused on the ones that were into religion, focused on ministry, focused on business. You know, and then we left governance for not the best of us, not the ones who understand what empathy, what service is. And what we're experiencing now is years of neglect. And that's why it seems so hard for us to, you know, for us to bring the change, that's why that's one of the reasons why I do this. Because I want us to be aware. I want us to. We don't need to neglect the system, and you know? we need to engage. We need to get involved. We need to get into these parties. We need to infiltrate these systems like Trojan horses. We need to get involved because if we are just, you know, if you say, "Oh, nothing concerns me. I want to focus on my business," your business will depend on policies that these people are going to make. Oh, I don't. I don't want. I want to focus on my education. These people will make policies that will make you finish a four year course in seven years. You know. So we all need to get involved. We all need to understand that... I mean, people like to say, oh, Ni- Nigeria, now we get Nigeria. You know, somebody said something some days ago, we're talking we're, we're about the OO explosion. I said, let Nigeria know what happened to you. And I was... I just kept quiet because you know me where I stand with that phrase. Nigeria is a product of you and I actions and inactions. Everything we see now is, is based on the neglect that our parents and our, the people before us, people before our parents neglected the system, their inactions and their actions. Nigeria is a non-living thing. <laughs> it just depends. So, Niger- when we came on to say, oh, let Nigeria not happen to you, it's let our actions or our inactions not happen to us. So until we realize that each and every one of us will have a part to play. we we'll have a part to play. Um, yeah, so thank you guys so much. Um, last announcement, I know I've, I've overshot my time. But yeah, I'm sure you're forgiving because you didn't hear my voice for almost two months. So I'm sure I'm forgiven. Yeah, last announcement is that officially I just opened an Instagram page for the podcast. And, you know, the podcast has been on for about two years now and I've... No way, I didn't want to put create an Instagram page, but there's been a lot of pressure. Oh, create an Instagram page. So yeah, there's an Instagram page, and I'm thinking of doing a new video podcast very soon. Some episodes will be recording the video, so you can see my fine face, not just my fine voice. Not just hear my fine voice. <laughs> but yeah, um, so it's um, Let's Talk Nigeria show with you on Instagram. Please do me a favor, follow, share, like, engage, you know. We had 67% increase in followership this year. Um, I want to double it personally i'm ambitious for the podcast in 2024 i want to have if I, if I have 50 listeners this year by december i want to have 100 listeners my point is i want a 100 percent increase and i can't do that without you guys i mean i'll do what i can do but i need you guys to please help me share um tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend you know yeah But yeah thank you guys so much for for working with me god bless you and god bless the federal republic of nigeria